हेलो एंड वेलकम टू एपिसोड टेन ऑफ ई कॉन्स एट वर्क आई एम आयुष एंड माई फ्रेंड आदित्य आर हियर टू डिस्कस द इम्पॉसिबल ट्रिनिटी ऑल्सो नोन एज द पॉलिसी ट्रिलेमा आई होप यू आर रेडी टू टेक अ डाइव इन टू इन टू दिस डिसीजन मेकिंग थ्योरी सो लेट्स बिगिन फर्स्टली लेट्स टेक अ लिटिल डेफिनेशन आउट ऑफ द वे वॉट इज अ मॉनिटरी पॉलिसी monetary policy refers to the actions undertaken by a nation's central bank to control money supply and achieve sustainable economic growth monetary policy can be broadly classified as either expansionary or contractionary expansionary policy is simply a policy which expands which means uh, expands the uh, supply of money whereas contractionary policy contracts the supply of a country's currency so the policy Trimela refers to the trade-offs a government faces when deciding international monetary policy. In particular, the policy trilemma contends that it is not possible to have all three objectives at the same time, but has to choose two from the following three options: first, free movement of capital; second, independent monetary policy; third, fixed exchange rates. Okay, so I briefly explained to you what the policy trilemma means. But what does the word trilemma mean? Trilemma is a term in economic economic decision making theory. Unlike a dilemma, which has two solutions, a trilemma offers three equal solutions to a complex problem. A trilemma suggests that countries have three options from which to choose when making a fundamental decision about managing their international monetary policy agreements. However the options of the trilemma are conflictual because of mutual exclusivity which makes only one option of the trilemma achievable at a given time so explaining the trilemma when making fundamental decisions about managing international monetary policy a trilemma suggests that countries have three possible options from which to choose according to the mundell fleming trilemma model these options include first setting a fixed currency exchange rate second allowing capital to flow freely with no fixed currency exchange rate agreement and third autonomous monetary policy refers to the independence of a country's central bank to affect its own money supply and conditions in its domestic economy moving on to the model consider the trilemma model as a triangle with sides a b and c So the three points on the triangle are fixed exchange rates and free flow of capital and independent monetary policy. So this simple diagram suggests that a government has to choose between. So the side A is formed by equals to fixed exchange rate plus free free flow of capital. The side B is formed by free flow of capital plus independent monetary policy, and C, which is fixed exchange rate plus independent monetary policy. Moving on let's talk about why the trilemma occurs so firstly let's begin the option with the option a which is fixed exchange rate plus free flow of capital so if the government set a fixed exchange rate and allow the free movement of capital then they will need to change interest rates according to outside pressures for example if the uk government wanted to keep the pound fixed against the U- against the euro then the government would need to change interest rates similar to the ECB if the market thought the pound was overvalued 
capital would flow out of UK into the Eurozone, putting downward pressure on the pound. Therefore, in response, the UK government would need to increase interest rates and attract hot money flows in order to maintain the value of the pound and the fixed exchange rate PEG. It means in a recession, the UK could not cut interest rates because if it did, the pound would fall in value. Now, moving on to option B, which is free flow of capital plus independent monetary policy. If the government wished to pursue monetary autonomy and it allowed free mobility of capital, it would need to allow a floating exchange rate. For example, if the government was worried about inflation, it could increase interest rates. These higher interest rates would cause appreciation in the currency. Countries which wish to promote growth would cut interest rates, but lower interest rates would cause hot money flows out of the economy and lead to a fall in the exchange rates. Now to option C. C is equals to fixed exchange rate plus independent monetary policy. So, if the government wished to have a fixed exchange rate but also change interest rates according to its own preferences, it would need to control the outflow of money. For example, suppose China wished to keep its exchange rate fixed but it wished to cut interest rates to boost growth. In this case, there is downward pressure on the yuan. Investors wish to sell Chinese currency and buy dollars. However, if the Chinese government restricts capital flows, if it prevents the Chinese buying dollars and moving currency out of the country, then it can artificially keep the value of yuan high. The Government Considerations the challenge for the government's international monetary policy comes in choosing which of these options to pursue and how to manage them. Generally, most countries favor side B of the triangle because they, they can enjoy the freedom of independent monetary policy and allow the policy to help guide the flow of capital. Time to give you some real-world examples. So the first one is the ERM crisis 1992. In 1992, the UK was in the exchange rate mechanism and trying to keep the value of the pound fixed against the D mark. However, during that time, there was free movement of capital. In 1992, markets felt the pound was overvalued and so investors were selling pounds, causing the value to fall. In response, the government increased interest rates at one point up to 15%. But this increase in interest rates was damaging to the economy. It caused a deep recession. Therefore, the UK government decided to give up on managing the exchange rate to regain control of monetary policy. They left ERM and interest rates were cut. This caused an economic recovery. Another example is in the period of 2000 to 2012. China wished to maintain relatively weak yuan to boost exports and maintain strong economic growth. It also wishes to keep interest rates relatively low to maintain growth. To enable this combination, it, ha it has had to institute capital controls which limit the amount of foreign currency Chinese nationals can buy. China would like to remove capital control, controls as part of moves to a more free market situation. But from 2006 to 12, it was worried about excessive appreciation in yuan, which is bad news for exporters. In 2016, the Chinese again tried to loosen capital controls, but this time markets were concerned about the weakness of Chinese growth and the yuan began to fall. This caused the government to re-strengthen capital controls. Now let me tell you about another real-world example 
which is developing economies shadowing dollar many emerging markets seek to gain low inflation and economic stability by pegging currency against the dollar it is a way for investors to gain confidence in investing and prevent inflationary pressures however once a developing economy pegs its currency against the dollar it will need to give up freedom of capital or autonomous monetary policy what does pegging mean when countries participate in international trade they need to ensure the value of their currency remains relatively stable pegging is a way for current uh, countries to do that when a currency is pegged or fixed it is tied to other, another country's currency however once a country has an exchange rate peg interest rates will be set to achieve exchange rate target and not primarily for economic growth it could mean like the uk in 1992 that an emerging economy needs to increase interest rates even in a downturn to keep the economy at its peg if a developing economy wanted to keep exchange rate peg and cut interest rate it would need to prevent capital leaving the economy through capital controls ending with this i hope we discussed this theory with detail and solved all your queries on it and i really hope you liked it till the end thank you